Hey, Leron here. Thank you for joining me in episode 118 of my daily podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about something that I've been thinking about a lot recently, um, based on conversations I've had with many people from the world of art, uh, creation, and creating, I guess, some success around your art. Uh, and that is people really, really underestimate the amount of work and smarts even it takes to become successful and build something successful around your art. And I'm going to add to that being happy because it's more than just building something successful. You have to be smart about how you build it and create a system that doing things that make it work make you also happy. So um, I wonder how I should break down this topic because... I have a lot of emotions around it and I want it I want them to come through but I also don't want them to cloud the um, I guess the the message or whatever it is I'm trying to talk about um so I get a lot of people in the art fair especially when we talk a lot of potential customers or you know what they're not even potential customers some people just like to come and talk a lot <laughs> and um well, they they ask, uh, can you actually live off of this or your art? And so, and most people ask it in a nice way, but some people have a hint of a lot of skepticism around it. And to me, that immediately brings an emotional reaction that I'm learning to tame and to put under control because the other person has no bad intentions usually. It's just... You know, I immediately have the desire to show and prove and demonstrate that it is possible. And um, the funny thing is, once we get talking and I actually explain to them what I'm doing, they their skepticism changes and is replaced by something else. Something that I'm not sure how to define. But it looks like it switches into they have nothing to say. That's what it feels like to me. They have nothing to say. And I'm almost, I almost feel bad. I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have talked so much. But that's at least what I feel happens. And so let me give you an example. Someone asks how you can make money off of it. Can you really live, live off of it? And then I explain like the, the system I built. And I'm still building online for... Basically, what I did was build a system that delivers value, meaning you can visit my website, buy a course, learn from it how to draw or paint, and I didn't have to do anything to get that chain going on, but you were able to get value. So the system provided everything. I, of course, had to build a system. I had to create a course. I had to market the course, but... The moment you find out about me, whether it's through social media or through Facebook ads or through, you know, um, just friends or whatever it is, you go to the website, you buy the course, you and I get money. And I don't have to do anything actively for that to happen. That's the bottom line. And uh, building that kind of thing, a system to deliver value automatically and give you back value is very complex. 
there's a lot to it on so many levels, on the level of creating it and producing it, creating the content. You have to actually be an expert of the content. Then you have the whole uh, technical side of building it, building the, the website, the different, the, everything, editing the videos. That's kind of a technical task and also a creative one. Then you have the more creative task of marketing it, um, which is something that's always ongoing. It never stops. You never stop marketing. I always post new videos, always post new, new posts, always create new content to, to market organically. So once I tell people about all of that, they're kind of like, oh, wow, cool. They have no idea what to say. Um, and so it seems to me and and that's one type of conversation I have. That's a conversation I have, for example, with a person who's interested in it. And I can tell that this person has something artistic to them many times and they never went with it. And now they have a bit of regret over not doing it. And these types of people, they search for proof why it isn't possible. They love the reinforcement of knowing, yeah, it's not easy, it's impossible to do, it's not my fault, it's not my lack of, uh, my inaction, let's say. It's because it's impossible to succeed as an artist. It takes luck, it takes talent that you have to be born with, it takes the right connections, and all of these are true to some extent, but none of these is a deal deal breaker when it comes to, you know, putting in the work and, and improving and doing the right actions. So these people look for evidence, and I'm not saying that to be mean, I'm just, it's an observation. These people look for evidence to show that they're right. Like like all people, everyone looks for reinforcement of, of their current beliefs. That's fine, it's a very natural part of being a human. Um, and so that's one type of person. Now the other type is artists, colleagues, people I talk with there at the art fair, and when they hear about everything I do outside the art fair, because you have to understand, many people there, that's their way of making income. They don't do anything uh, leveraged. They they just sell their artwork, which is one step ahead of not doing anything, of course. There's like, a lot of people just are too scared to even share their art. Um, so I'm, I'm not saying that to, to belittle or anything like that, but a lot of people, that's their main thing, which is, by the way, really impressive because I don't think I could live off of what I'm making there. I mean, it's, it's really nice. It's a nice addition to what I make of other sources, but I don't know. If, if someone can live off of that for years, then it's really a nice, impressive feat. Um, but then when they find out about all the online stuff and the courses and the lessons and the workshops and the, all of these things, then a lot of the time when, with the more honest types, they're like, yeah, I'm too lazy to do that, which I love. I love that answer because it means the person knows themselves. I actually really like to hear that. But some people are like, uh, yeah, they give excuses. And, and I'm like, yeah, fine, you know, give your excuses, but you're complaining if you're complaining about something, then and and most don't complain, by the way, and and most who complain, it's kind of jokingly. So I'm not saying anything bad about about them. But if you complain, then you really should think about allocating, I don't know, twenty, thirty, fifty percent of your time to not making more art, but rather marketing and and doing it the right way. Um, So just a couple of things that have been on my mind. This is like the really underestimation of what it takes to be successful and, and the amount of thought that goes into it. You know, I get a lot of YouTube comments that say, 
Um, it's like you read my mind. A lot of people in the video say I read their mind. Um, it was something they were just struggling with now and my video came at a perfect timing. And in the beginning, I would see these comments and I'm like, yeah, that's a funny coincidence. Cool, really cool. I'm happy I could help at the right timing. But now I'm starting to figure out what happens. I'm just doing more and more research. I'm reading all my comments. I'm figuring out what people struggle with. So of course my videos are going to address these topics. These are very common struggles. And someone coming from the outside or from a different niche uh, not from watercolor or drawing, won't be familiar with them, but I'm very familiar with them. I'm very familiar with the top challenges of, of anyone who paints in watercolor. So, of course, my videos are going to be like mind readers and solve the exact problem you're dealing with because they're meant to do that. Um, you know, I think even I am underestimating the course I'm working on right now because I think... It's just going to solve people's problems. I'm, I just can't stop talking about it because it's so true. So many people struggle with watercolor. They don't know why. They don't know how to get out of that space. Um, and the course, I think, is going to be a real mind reader too. People are going to read it, uh, to watch it, sorry. And they'll, they'll just be like, how does this person know all of these things? Well, I know because I get a lot of feedback and I read all of it. And also I make a lot of content. So I have a lot of feedback to get back. Um, and I try to reply and I try to interact and I get messages and I answer those as well. So that's just to connect it to the whole point of, you know, it takes a lot of work and a lot of smarts. Um, but I will say that even if you don't have the smarts, you have the ability to learn the smarts for the most part. Uh, some people will always be naturally more gifted. And I can say I'm not that gifted in marketing. And even though I'm probably one of the people in my niche that are doing the best marketing, I'm not that good at it, really. Um, I, it doesn't come naturally to me. I learn it. I have to unlearn stuff and I have to relearn other things. For example, the the one main insight I had is to stop talking about features and benefits, aka what my product can do for them, but rather talk about their pains and their problems. And, and then after I showed, I demonstrated that I know what you're dealing with, then I can say, oh, and by the way, I have a solution for you. It's going to show you how to do this. It's going to show you how to do that. I will do that by talking about X, Y, Z. Instead of jumping straight to the stage of I'll teach you X, Y, Z without any connection to your pain point, for example, if you're struggling with um, in letting go in watercolor, then I can address that but if i just say hey here's my beginner's watercolor course learn to do things the right way it's like yeah sure it just doesn't address your specific pain point which is a problem okay so in any case this is what i wanted to share with you today and i will say one last thing i want to add and that is <laughs> it's true that people underestimate the work it takes but they also underestimate their ability to put in that work and to become successful. Um, so I would say that most people just don't want it enough to do it. But the people who do find the energy, find the time, find the means, find everything they need to get it done. So if you really want it, you will find it. I'm, and I believe in you if you really want it. And if you don't, that's perfectly fine. You want whatever you want. You want other things that I don't want. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the angle from which I'm looking at it. 
Um, so a bit more of a heady episode today. I hope you enjoy this one a little longer too. Finally, I did want to post a bit of a longer episode this time uh, of some things that have been on my mind. I feel like I'm really cleanly channeling what I'm thinking about right now. It's not always the case because um, sometimes I'm just not at the right headspace and I'm not not sharp enough. But today I am really well rested. I woke up really late uh, because I needed it after a long time of not getting the right amount of sleep. Um, so I'm a little more connected to myself and my thoughts. And hopefully that comes through in this episode. And this is it. I will thank you for listening. Let me know if you have any questions or if you have any thoughts uh, or anything you want to share with me. Just search for my name, Liron Jankonski. You'll find me anywhere. If you want to message me, Instagram is probably one of the best places. So that's Lironianil. That's L-I-R-O-N-Y-A-N-I-L. Or alternatively, you can drop me an email at Liron at Lironian.com. That's L-I-R-O-N at L-I-R-O-N-Y-A-N dot com. And I'll be happy to help with whatever I can. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you again real soon.